Welcome to Charcuterie Chats, your weekly guide to New York's array of the best spots for dry wine and decadent cheeses, uncorked by two best friend Kentucky transplants. That's Shelby. And that's Kathy. (laughs) Uh, Should we cheers? Yeah. With Lisbon. Oh. oh, maybe last pod with Lisbon. Last pod with Lisbon. Oh. Hi, say hi to your fans. She's too, no, she she's too good all. right now. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, last pod. Okay, where do we go? Well, we start with where we went to. <laughs> why are you shocked? <laughs> That's why I asked you, where did we go? Oh, I thought you meant like, where do we go from here? And I was like, you know where we go? We go with the name of the wine bar. I was like, I don't know. Like, why are you shocked? Okay. Tell them. Okay, we went to Amelie. A gorgeous, gorgeous. cute wine bar. Uh, Viva la France. Sur uh, la France. Sur la France. What is sur? Sur is in. Oh, no, not in the France. No, no, no. Of, of the f- de, 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 de la France. France. <laughs> oh, my God. So, we're just podcasting. We're it's just off. podcasting. Okay, no, so we have been to the Amelie brand mm-hmm. um, a few times before, but mm-hmm. we have always gone to the Greenwich Village one because the times that we had gone, that was when we, we were downtown. living downtown, yeah. and it was like a 15-minute-ish walk from yeah. our apartment. So it's on, the Greenwich Village one, I think, is on 8th Street between 5th and 6th, but I just pulled that on my brain. I know it's on, 8th sounds right. I don't and know. it's west of Washington Square Park. Yeah, that's yeah. what makes me think it's a little further west Maybe between 6th and 7th? But it's around oh, and there. You get you it, you get, get, it, get it. it. Honestly, Google it. Well, we honestly, <laughs> we discovered Amelie because we were having like a we had just come back from Napa, which I know we've talked about before, and we were, like, on a wine flight kick, and we were, like, we must get wine yeah, flights. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to find wine flights in the so city. So random. You like, can get all the beer flights you want. So but many like, beer flights. You can, wine flights are harder to find. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were literally on Yelp, like, mm-hmm. deep searching for wine flights, and we finally found this place that was, like... Happy hour wine flights, like fifteen dollars, and like it had great reviews. So we went, and then we had this. I okay. Okay, tell me if I'm wrong. I will. Was it St. Patrick's Day? Yes. Okay, that just came to me. No, yeah, because it was the day that you ran your ten k. Yeah. And we went to Ivan um, Ramen, and then Amelie. Yeah, because we were like. Ramen was great, but we, like, want to have, like, a wine, wine experience. And we went, like, in the afternoon Yeah, because it was, it was during Patrick's happy hour. Day. Yeah, yes. and, like, nobody was at this, like, quaint And we French stayed for wine hours. bar on St. Patrick's Day. Everyone was, like, trashed outside. Yeah. And we were, like, okay, sipping cool. on our wine flight. So cool. brand. That was a recovered memory. Okay. <laughs> I can't and believe we, I remember we that. We also went, I know, Shelby has a horrible memory. Horrible. Um, we this also went day. on my literal 21st birthday. Yeah. Because... 
uh, don't shade me, we also went to see The Lion King on my 21st God, birthday. God, we're so cute. Um, for funsies. <laughs> and, because my Aww. 21st birthday was, like, on a Tuesday or some so shit. So what else are we so going to do? So I was like, let's just fucking go see something that, like, you're never going to pay to see unless you have a reason to. Right. So I was like, it's my birthday. I love The Lion King. It was King. so fun. Oh. oh, and we went to Amelie beforehand, so we were, like, drunk. We, we got wine so in Lion King cup. Happy. I think Prosecco yeah, in Lion yeah. King he, Didn't he give us, he gave us, like, a lot. I oh, remember the. thick poured. Yeah, yeah. I think I was like, it's your birthday. Oh, And then he, like, sure. downed the bottle. I was like, thank God. Yeah, okay. he was there for us. Um, yes. So, I had been Ooh. to the Ever West Side location once before, mm. um, but it was, it was more, because we live uptown now anyway, so. It and Shelby sense. hadn't been to Upper West, so we were like, let's go Check to that it out. one. Um, and, it, oh my god, for a Tuesday night, like, it was lit! lit. Like, we had to sit at uh, one of the little, like, pull-down, so like, small. trundle bed tables from the wall. It was like wall. a trundle bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you see in, like, or a no, no, 80s. No. What's that called? What is that called when you pull oh, it down from the wall? We have one at my home. You do? Yeah. <laughs> in, the music, in the music room. What? From the wall? It's like this whole unit, and then you what? pull it down. I... I Ooh, love those, uh, and I didn't think I knew anyone who had called? one. What are they called? Oh, fuck. What are they called? I have to sign up this. Sign this. We're going to circle back. We're going to circle gonna back to that. You. You're going to keep pitching Amelie. I'm okay. going to Google it. <laughs> so, uh, the, the Greta Trilogy one is a little oh bit God. a little bit more spacious. This one's super narrow, but it does have nice patio outdoor seating that the Greenwich Village one doesn't have. Yeah. Um, so, we sat liked on, like, a small pull-down table. Murphy bed! That would not have come to me. <laughs> You have one in your house? Yeah, it's in the music room. What? It's true. I love those. Yeah, they're, it's really fun. The bed on it is super uncomfortable. But it the actual matter. act of it folding down is it's like... so satisfying. Super cool. <sighs> okay. Yes. Next time so, we're in Kentucky, I'm coming. You're going to see it? Okay, you're going to come oh, to no, my house I'm gonna in general. I'm going to pull it down <laughs> 17 times because I've been waiting it's my like whole life to antique. know someone my one of these. <laughs> and... Little did I know, I, I knew you all along. This has been like in my mind. Like I love those so much. It's a, we have one. Wow. Okay. Okay. We're gonna get put to a that. pin in that. Folks. Pin in that until next time we're both in Louisville, <laughs> which will be in like seven years. I know. Okay. No one. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we sat at one of those little tables, but honestly, it was fine. We made it work. Yeah. No, it was totally fine. Um. So we were semi-familiar with the menu. But it was, I mean, it had changed. It we had were familiar changed. with, like, the concept of the menu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were we were familiar with the vibe. We were familiar with the fact that they bring the best uh, bread baguette mm. situation. In a, like, burlap Ooh. sack. With weighted marbles? With marbles. You, like, what? You think of everything. You pick it up and it, like, sags at it the bottom. It has weight like, to it. You're like, and then you set it down on the table and it makes, like, a sound. Like a like a thwack. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to make But sense. heavy. Yeah, like yeah. that, but heavy. No, it sounds like a puke. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. But super satisfying. Super satisfying puke. Okay. Yes. Ew, God. Like, Cut that but out. on wood, like a. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You guys, it was you so can use your imagination. Use your imagination. <laughs> a weighted or go to burlap sack. <laughs> yeah. With the bread. So yeah. we. Did so we yeah. order wine first? We did. Yeah. We had a debacle about the wine. We no, in a good way. Well, it, okay, so this today, this evening, it was a little bit rainy, and then by the time we were going to the wine bar, the the temperature had, had dropped because mm -hmm. of the rain, so it was, like, really kind of breezy, breezy outside, yeah. definitely, like, less intense than it had been, like, yesterday. Um, yeah, it was a really, 
it was kind of refreshing. And I remember being on my way there. Uh, I was we commuted separately, and I was like, I could I could go for a red, and I like always want to go for a red. Yeah, but like when the weather supports hot. that, I'm super happy. And then yeah. as soon as we walked in the restaurant, it was chilly. Cold. Yeah. And I was like, I'm set. I would so go for a red right yeah. now. Because if it had been like under air conditioning, kind of like summer steamy, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do Or it. even if we would have sat outside, it yeah. would have not been right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've, we we honed in on the red we wine. We did. And we almost menu. opted for, they had a whole chilled red section. Yeah. And we contemplated that, but then we were like, I would like a glass of that, but not a whole no. bottle. Exactly. So we were going to just go for like a typical Pinot, but then we were like, Maybe we'll go for something different, like a shake it up. So we went for a gamay, mm. and they don't really list the notes, but we did Ugh, some googling. We had to. Um, they list the whole like, descri- like what the wine is, where uh-huh, it's from, uh-huh. what year it is, blah blah blah. But they don't give any I notes. I need the notes. So it was a uh, Dominique Perron Cotois Bourgeois. I remember saying it now. I remember trying to memorize it when we were ordering it. So oh, I really? I remember it. Yeah. Wow, I didn't. Um, the label was so cute. It was like a little... It was like a... Uh, like a letter stamp thing. I thought it was a fruit. Whoa. <laughs> to me, it looked like... Like, you know, like in it parts of the Caribbean? My God. Do you not I remember looked, that? Yeah, I do. No, I looked at that and I saw like... You know, like in the olden days when <laughs> the they put wax. wax? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would stamp it. I literally thought that's what I it was. think it's like a... Big tree, maybe? I messed that all up. But it, I can see how you think this, like, circle swirly From far thing. away and, like, in, like, the ambiance of the yeah. lighting, I thought but it was like one of those. But, like, a deep purple circle swirly thing, like, definitely gives yeah. you, like, good wine vibes. Yeah. Um, so he let us taste it. Well, he asked us. He was like, do you want it chilled or room temp? We were like, what do we do? What's I was best? like, <laughs> I guess room temp, because we had already discussed not ordering chilled. But yeah. then, in tasting it, I was like, oh, I could totally see how you would drink this chilled. Because it was yeah, super it's light. Yeah, not heavy at all. Yeah. But, like... Still really flavorful. Yeah. Like, filled your mouth in the way that you want a red wine to, but when you swallowed it, it wasn't, like, that smoky burn. It was refreshing. Yeah, which was perfect for, like, an August evening. Yeah. Cool August honestly, if you're honest. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Could be way worse. (laughs) Okay, it could be awful. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I was really pleased with the wine. Me, too. I mean, it doesn't take much to please (laughs) (laughs) me. But, like... I do. I, I have life standards. Yeah. We have similar standards. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really, it was satisfying and delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then <laughs> we consulted the, the menu. We consulted our associate, the menu. Le menu. menu. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, so oh the front was like a bunch of like, entrees and small yeah. plates and vegetable salad like legume and then like le, le petit <laughs> <Just> shouting <laughs> legume legume okay <laughs> um, there were oh my god uh, I'm all starting to like this I oh my god <laughs> please no um, and then on the back was 
cheese and charcuterie. Yes. It was like you could get one, three, or five. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we'll do three. That's perfect. And we picked from a list of like six, but then we saw that there was a special mm-hmm. cheese. And special I was cheese. like, Shelby, we don't need that special. I know. And then I was like, but should we get like five cheeses now? I we really shut it down. Now. No. <laughs> so we decided to compromise yes. on one of the uh, three cheeses we had chosen. Yes. So, so. we ended up going with um, the, oh boy, the Tete de Moine. Moine. Okay. That is a, <laughs> so embarrassing. That is a pasteurized cow. Um, it is from Switzerland. And the notes, the aroma are firm, fruity, and spicy, aromatic. Oh my God. And it's been aged for six weeks. Uh, that was the... Should we describe it? Yeah. Okay. That was the one closest to me, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she was like flat but thick. Like they'd cut a mm-hmm. nice thick slice. She had a really beautiful rind on it. It was. You, we it didn't was, talk about no, that. No, we didn't. But it was, it looked like a seashell. Yeah. It was. Oh my God. Yeah. And it, it was like, it like looked thicker yeah. than the normal rind, but it didn't, when you ate it, it, it wasn't, wasn't like chewy. Ch- yeah, yeah, exactly. It didn't yeah. like linger in my teeth. No, it like, like went down smooth. Yeah. yeah. No, that yeah. was really, I, normally the rind sometimes can make or break it for me. Like yeah. if the rind is really intense and overpowers the actual cheese. And like, it's, yeah, it's not ideal. You yeah. try to like avoid it. But yeah. no, she, it was perfect. And it was, it was, it was like soft, but held its shape and you like could spread it on the bread or you could just kind of cut a slice yeah. of it. Yeah, it was super good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what are the notes? Firm, fruity, and spicy, aromatic. I would say that. Totally. Yeah. I totally got the spicy. Yeah, like a little bite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, I mean, you know us. <laughs> you, you know, know us at this point. When it says triple cream brie. We gotta get we it. We get it. Of course we, we got get it. it. Oh, was she creamy? Oh, did we get it? <laughs> I mean, this is the creamiest brie I've had in a while. I was gonna say that. Like, like almost sh- like you like, couldn't even cut into it. As soon as you your knife like, touched it, like that exact sound <laughs> over your knife. Like it kind of like waterfalled over your knife, yeah. and then you like could place it on your bread, and like <sighs> it almost like collapsed into the bread you it didn't even did. have to spread it, soaked it. In like almost. yeah it was but it, it was the creamiest it was just yeah, super yeah. creamy so the it creamiest. says buttery it's a, a pasteurized cow called mm-hmm. uh brule severin that's so good okay great well it like sounded like you knew so like that's what matters great confidence cool, cool. <laughs> uh from normandy france um mm. i mean it was just like everything that you want from a brie Mm. it was but so flavorful like it had a tang to it it had like a a nuttiness to it it was so it wasn't just because and it lingered like as soon as you swallowed it was was like filled your mouth exactly yeah Yeah, that was my favorite part about it sometimes with brie I feel like I have to put something else on top of it to make it like a mm-hmm. good bite this brie was it's held it stood alone totally. yeah it was yeah. so good um so embarrassingly <laughs> the third cheese uh oh, yeah. we don't remember I'm the name so of it because sorry. we opted for the special at the last minute the and then they we took like, oh, we didn't take a picture okay but <laughs> we can tell you about it i'll just tell them all about it okay so it came out yeah tell pres- me what it looked like presented 
like a like a quilted flower. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm going to show it. But in it a was beautiful like, way. Gorgeous quilted flower. Like tragically gorgeous. <laughs> okay. Um, there were like two, it was like two, two wilted flowers. Rolls. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It was rolled yeah. up. And honestly, like when it came out, I, I thought it was a flower. I thought it was a wilted flower on our charcuterie plate. And then I'm we poked it. And then we poked it yeah. with our finger. With our bare hands. And we were like, that's cheese. That is the <laughs> we third know. cheese. We're the experts. That's right. That's why you're listening. We're experts. <laughs> um, yeah, it was cheese. It, it was, was wild. So like cheese. it was just really like malleable yeah. for them to be able to do that, but it still held its shape, right? Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't have been able to hold that form the whole time but but like as soon as you cut into it you can spread it really easy you could spread it but then we would cut slices off of this kind of flower shape and it maintained the flower yes. shape it yeah. was so cool so we ended up eating all of it but like yeah. up until the very last bite it was like this rolled yeah. very thinly but, I've never but then it was creamy like so yeah. it was so interesting I and just it, knew what it was called oh my god I know, I'm so sorry um it was from Holland yes and it was a cow's milk yes it was it was cow yes and That's it was the special, know. so if you go, you probably can't even get it so anyway. So, like, it doesn't even matter. So, you know, it's just for us. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and then, okay, so it was served on, like, a wooden, long, skinny long, board. Long, skinny slab. yeah. And this was definitely the most diverse, like, assortment of toppings that we've had at a yeah. restaurant. First of all, shout out to the motherfucking honeybees. The because unsung heroes, unsung heroes of, of our charcuterie. world. Okay. Of the world. <laughs> yes. Of that the too. world. Save the bees. Um, there was a little pot of honey <laughs> that couldn't have made me happier. It was, it was so good. I put it on almost every bite. I know. Me too. Oh, I just like dipped so my good. pork in it and then like... Drizzled. Like did a little yes, it was such a drizzle, like little uh, bitty circles, like figure yes. eights over whatever it's bite so I'm having. Satisfying. Oh my god, I it's put it sweet on but not. It's so authentic. Like, it just added so much to every bite that yeah, I had. Like, it's so. Fl- it was a good honey too. Like it was. you could tell it was like local, like well sourced and yeah. like very aromatic. They said that on the menu. They were like, it was something like. Um, but it was like almost <laughs> everything that we have is oh, locally yeah, yeah. sourced or yeah. regional to sustainable. Yeah, those buzzwords. You know. Um, <laughs> you get it. Uh, yeah. So it was. It was. It was definitely really not good. just like bought this at the supermarket. Like, honey, squeezed it in. Exactly. The pot. No, yeah. It was like legit. Um, and then there was some like there was some nuts. There was some like candied fruit, sliced grapes, sliced grapes, a little jelly cube. Cute. Um, yeah, a, a variety. Assortment. Yeah. Totally. Um, some, I think, dates, maybe? Yes, yeah. Um, they were. Yeah, and then the sack of baguette, of course. Our sack. fave. The sack of baguette. And then. What? Oh, what? What? What are you uh, thinking? What were you no, thinking? What are you thinking? <laughs> well, the thing is no. Oh, what? We got other things. Oh, my God. I Happy. forgot. I'm so sorry. I cannot believe she forgot I this. It rocked our world. The cauliflower. <laughs> it was cauliflower, but like gorgeous. <laughs> it was perfection. It was perfectly seasoned. It was like chopped up, so each bite that you took perfectly was coated, bite-sized, seasoned, crispy, warm, crispy, but like melted in your mouth. Oh like I have never God. had cauliflower that perfectly coated cooked and perfectectly prepared. Yeah. yeah, like and then it had it. Had a little like lemony tang yeah. to it, and some like uh-huh. leaves. 
What are those called? I was just thinking I know, that. I know what those I are I know called. what they are. Little bean, green. It was something. Bean sprouts. Bean sprouts. Yes. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> wow. Teamwork. Bean sprouts. Okay. <laughs> yes, they were bean sprouts. And then there was some kind of like little sauce, sauce happening. That, but, but it, it was, was it was placed in dollars. little like driplets. Driplets. Wow. Look at that sound. Yes. Yeah. It was almost on like each piece of cauliflower. Like someone wanted to curate the perfect bite of cauliflower. And let me tell you, they did it. Yeah. We were like at this point deep because they brought our cheese first and they gave us like (laughs) a good half hour with the cheese, I would say. And then they brought this other stuff that we ordered. We were deep in charcuterie chatting. Like, oh my God, life chats. Everything. And the cauliflower came, we commented on how great it was, and the next thing we knew, we'd each just been, like, consistently was gone. <laughs> eating pieces of cauliflower, and it was gone. We it was devoured so it. It was so good. Yeah. And then we also got, well, inspired by a past uh, episode. We, if you are a long-time listener, listener, you will recall when we <laughs> talked about how much we love Ratatouille, Ratatouille le movie, le film. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we love it. And so when on a French restaurant's menu it says ratatouille, you get we're it. getting a ratatouille. Yeah. I will say, I am still waiting for the day when I order ratatouille at a restaurant and it comes out prepared perfectly just like Remy does it in ratatouille. <laughs> it never happens. But this restaurant, it's fine. They didn't do it. But it was glorious. It was good. It was, it, uh, it was, we were saying like what's so amazing about ratatouille is like anyone can chop some vegetables and like yeah. cook them. Yeah. But it's it's the way there's so many flavor profiles and yet it's so subtle. It doesn't feel overwhelming in any Everything way. Everything works in harmony. Yeah. Like each bite, each different vegetable has its own pop or its own flavor, mm-hmm. but it's all just like it's all just like covered mm-hmm. and brought together by that same I don't know, like the the seasoning and everything yeah. else that they do the, to it, and the how they cook that it, and prepare it. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it like works really, really well together. But you, in your mouth, you just get these like pop, pop, pop of like yeah, all these different I things in one taste time. It right now, it's so good. It was really, really beautiful. Like, yeah, it was. As far as like wine bars that we've been to that have like really wonderful like side plates mm-hmm. and like other actual like. Like French, this is a French wine bar, so they had like French cuisine, like like mm-hmm. that. It's really, it's high, it's really high quality. Yeah, it was, it was for a really affordable price. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so affordable. Yeah, and we clean plate club, clean the plate, and the, yeah, I mean worth worth everything. Yeah, it was so good. Oh my god, shall we? What now? I'm scared to say what I think. No, is no, next. no. You know okay. now. Say it. Just say it. Fine. Yes. Okay. I'm <laughs> Never be scared. Oh my god. It's just a podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Should I say mine? First. Yeah. Okay. Do you okay. think you know what it is? I honestly don't. Okay. You're hard to read. I was trying to be harder. I wasn't. I messed up. I feel like you know what mine is. I think so, you but totally also know. you're a wild. Like sometimes you could be like whip this out. I know. I'm okay. Ridiculous. Well, okay. I'm stressed because don't be stressed. Okay, my bitch's this bite is obviously le baguette. Le baguette. Oh my god, avec le fromage. No, le fromage. That's just cheese. Um, I know, but like it, it applies. Le uh, uh, le fromage. Detach? No, is that German? What is I don't know. Duh is of. But what is day? D A Y. Tash, right? Oh, God. T A G E? Oh, God. I don't 
I don't know. That's okay, French. is that German? I'm sorry. Could um, be. <laughs> okay, cheese of the day. De la. If you're trying to say de la, of the de la day. De la jour. De la it's jour. All oh my god. Back to me. Well, because okay. soup of the day. That's literally the only reason. <laughs> you're so right. Um, <laughs> it's all coming back to me. Just kidding. I just love soup. No, I just love soup. Okay. okay. Taj, I do think, is day in German. Okay. Okay, okay. Yes, yeah, definitely um, not. <laughs> so it is le fromage de la oh, jour. Oh, I get what you're saying because we don't remember what de it's la called. Jour. So it was the special? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it was the special cheese. The ribboned, flower looking cheese. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Spread onto the baguette. Oh, God. Avec. Avec. Lenny. <gasps> Lenny. I don't think that's honey. what it's called, but I don't know. <laughs> La honey. <laughs> Drizzled on top. Gorgeous. So good. The tangy, like, earthy nuttiness of the cheese with, like, the sweetness mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, sexiness of the honey. It was erotic. With the crunch of the baguette. It was it was everything I look for in a bite of And you got it. Cheese. Bread and of topping. cheese bread and toppings, yes. <laughs> Which I now eat frequently. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've really done it now. Oh my god, that's a good bite. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I loved that bite. It was a great bite. Can I tell you about my bite? Certainly. You can tell me about your my bite. My bitch's best bite was. Tell me. Le baguette. Le baguette. Are we going to do that whole thing again? No. We can't. All right. We it can. was a slab of baguette. Yeah. Gorgeous. Slightly From warm. the burlap crunch. sack. Love it. With spread on top in an even but supple layer, the, ridiculous, the tete de moine, which was the cow Switzerland cheese firm, fruity, and spicy. Nice. And you it bet. It was your first bite. Yeah, that's why it was ridiculous. Yeah. I had a profound moment with yeah. it, and then I was like, shit, you know, I was like, bitches, let's fight. Okay, drizzled mm-hmm. with, you bet, Love your me. S, S, help. I meant to say, literally, you bet, your ass. <laughs> so many languages happening. Honey. Honey. So, like, what this says to me is every charcuterie board should Needs have honey. honey. It makes... It just takes everything it to enhance, the next level. Well, it pairs so well with both cheese and bread mm-hmm. that, like, like how like could the, you not? The, the little, like, like the pop of spiciness in in that one with with the drizzle of honey, like, mixed together oh. with, like, the crunch of and the baguette. And contrasting texture, like. It was gorgeous. Yeah. I, like, that was the very first bite I took. It's true. And I was, like, my eyes got so wide, and I was, like, oh, my God. Like, it was so flavorful, yeah. and it was just, like, I even, I was, like, toward the end, I was, like, okay, am I sure that's my bitch's best bite? And I was trying all sorts of crazy combinations where I, would like, had the baguette, and then I smeared some brie on it, and then I sprinkled it in some ratatouille, because I was crazy. And then I wow. ate that and, like, finished it with a bite of a grape, and I was trying to be crazy. And, like, nothing lived up to it. Yeah. I just need that, like, I just need it. Anything sprinkled with a bit of honey, and... I mean, and just, like, that pairing with the spiciness of that cheese, just, like, that pop of flavor in it was, like, it was perfect. Yeah. Well, last week when we added the honey to our Trader Joe's plate, yeah. it changed the game. changed everything. Maybe but we should start should bringing honey, honey to my the restaurant. God. We pull, like, <laughs> instead of, like, hot sauce in my bag, we have honey in our bag, like, For all our times. charcuterie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll call ahead and be like, do you serve honey? Yeah. If not, we're... You, we're 
B-Y-O-H. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Good. That was good. Sh- should I tell mm. you what's what in the world of wine? Yes. Okay. Tell me your what's what. I'm going to go first because mine is kind of a downer. And I'm going to bring it up. Bring later. it back up. Okay. okay. So <laughs> maybe you've heard of a little concept called climate change. <laughs> oh boy, we're going there. Uh, All right. I, re- I really dug okay. deep. Um, I should plug, will you look up that number so we can plug that at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, call your congressman number? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know. I'm Yes. I dug deep for what's what in the world of wine, and it just kept coming back to this. Well, first of all, I want to plug a really awesome website that hmm. I can't believe I just discovered six weeks into this podcast yeah. called www.winebusiness.com. That's and then perfect. I was on the slash news page. There is like 25 wine news pages a day and you can filter by like location like country topic it was insane you have to text me that after this i will so i found that on uh that page and basically it was talking about how these pictures have come up from a vineyard in spain where the leaves and grapes um are completely dried up and burned because they've hit these record high temperatures in europe Um, production has been reduced on some of these spanish vineyards by 30 to 50 percent and the vines have completely collapsed which is devastating obviously um and something i really Mm. this article was like uh, completely centered around wine but it was also trying to like paint a picture of like climate change and agriculture in general and something mm-hmm. i really liked that it says was climate change does not recognize flags economic wealth or social class wow. the planet is a common good we all share if your neighbor insists on denying the issue or following the line of behavior that has taken us to the limit we all suffer the consequences not only is there an effect of rising temperature, but also we are experiencing a climactic disorder. It rains mm. when it shouldn't. We are experiencing very dry springs, unexpected hail that destroy vineyards, and there is excessive humidity in times of vegetative growth. All this generates new diseases that change, mutate, and move. So really sad. Really sad. <laughs> um, and also something that I had never thought about was like how much water it takes to make wine. Yeah. And we know that like water is a limited resource by definition Mm -hmm. um and this article said that basically it takes three to four liters of water to make one bottle of wine um and a bottle of wine is 750 milliliters so not even yeah liter yeah more Mm -hmm. yeah right yeah math (laughs) you get it um so, but what I what I liked is this article was like well what can we do and basically what vineyards like issues i mean it kind of is but well it is yes so basically they laid out like uh the short-term tactics and then also like how we need to change our long-term thinking and so the mitigation of short-term tactic tactics is like applying viticulture techniques such as leaving more leaves than usual to shade clusters which Mm. is really creative Mm -hmm. like using what already exists you know um orienting new plants so they receive less sun or use clones that require less water but also and much more importantly it's about practicing adaptation and working in every way that can reduce emissions and mitigate ecological collapse collapse (laughs) Uh, and then they say, you know, recycle, reuse, and that on renewable energy, important. I know. Um, the Paris Climate Agreement. 
Oh, let's get back in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, and so then basically the article outlined, like, the difference in political interests of, like, leaders looking the other way and pretend to believe that it doesn't exist. Economic <sighs> interests, which has to do with, like, agricultural production. Yeah. Of, like, the fight against climate change requires, um, like, economic slowdown, and that is obviously, like... It, industries can't like bet on that economically yeah. and yet like in terms of sustainability and longevity it's what we literally have to do or everything is going to collapse yeah um and yeah. then third like reduce reversing the situation is economic activity ceasing or slowing down which would imply a social problem because like we would lose jobs um yeah. And then finally, they talk about how there's this need to achieve a complex scientific consensus of, like, there's so much denial right now. And, like, really the first step is, like, just getting everybody on board because we can't change unless people recognize the problem. Yeah. Which is huge. So... Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So there's there's hope. There's hope that like there are ways we can combat this both in the short term but like the truth of the matter is like the the it's a long game it's mm-hmm. the literal mm-hmm. earth and that all starts by calling your congressman at 202-244-3121 for the US House switchboard operator and this is for and all that, states yeah, that person Amazing. that switchboard operator you call them and you say hi I would like to talk to my congressman from Kentucky. I've done this. Say, yep, that's right. And they're like, beep, boop, beep, just you wait a second. And they freaking put you into their voicemail. Definitely the voicemail. Easy as pie. Yep, <laughs> and you get to talk for maybe 30 to 45 seconds yep. about why they should re- push to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement. Or anything or you literally anything else. But, hey, I'm just going to say, next time you order a glass of wine at a restaurant or open a bottle of wine mm-hmm. at home, like, think about the... Ex- economic and uh, like the entire impact that what you I mean we should do that with everything we consume Mm -hmm. but like think about the impact that that has on the climate and then how that impacts our economy how that impacts jobs and like what is what one small thing you can do in your life or your day to then be like okay I'm a consumer but I'm also gonna like be a part of the thinking that's gonna maybe be like the hope for the future because if you want to be consuming wine 27 years from now which, which is <laughs> such a short amount of time but like it's ridiculous that's that's what's happening yeah so wow that's really profound and and that's it's kind of like a it's a call to action and not be Thank passive that's yes. really beautiful don't be a passive wine drinker no you're super active in your wine drinking <laughs> <laughs> i would say we're pretty yeah, active yeah. wine drinkers <laughs> Um, okay, give us some hope cool. for the wine industry. All right, well, here's my what's what in the world of wine. My what's what is an article I found on winemag.com. Wine mag. Wine mag, which is an article on, this is the title. Okay. <laughs> Tell us. The title of this article is, Meet 10 Trailblazing Women Leading the Wine Industry Forward. Wow. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Tell Such me. a sound spike. Okay. <laughs> so high pitched. Okay. So. Tell me. This article, and it's really hard because I was like, how do I make this my what's what? It's 10 women, like, it, it, 
from all over the world, mm-hmm. this article just, like, highlights each woman and, that like, tells you a little bit about them and then, like, asks really specific questions mm-hmm. about, like, being a woman in the industry, being a woman in the wine industry in their specific region, which cool. definitely varies is this from, like... just in the U.S. or all over No, the all over the world. Oh. Yeah. Which is, like, crazy. And the first one, the first woman I started with was a woman that is the director of a winery in Vermont. And... Like, everything that she talks about and everything that she's dealing with and how she she got into the wine industry is, like, I don't know, seems really, like, as an American, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, she went to school for this, but then she left, and and her friend was like, hey, you should start a winery. And she was like, okay. And then she talks about, like, all the problems that she deals with and all that stuff. Um, But the woman I really want to focus on is this woman that um, is from Chile. Um, yeah. I love Chilean wine. I know, yeah. And her name is Viviana Navarrete. Navarrete. Viviana Navarrete. She is the chief winemaker yes, at Vina Leda in the Leda Valley of Chile. Uh, let's go. I know. Um, and <laughs> yeah, she was, she was really interesting because this has been her life goal like yeah. she went to school for agricultural studies mm-hmm. she she did all of the things she she worked her way up in all these industries uh, or, like in all of these uh different wineries in the industry yeah and she finally reached this point where she is the chief winemaker in this like highly renowned uh winery and all of the questions that this article asks every woman all over the world they're all centered around like what is it like to be a woman? What are the things that you deal with on a day-to-day basis yeah. that maybe a man, a man doesn't deal with? All this stuff. And I really liked what she said because in one of these questions, she addressed the fact that she's like, as a woman, I am asked questions like this that a man is never asked. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're not here to interview me about winemaking um, wine yeah. and what makes our our white wine different. How we're interview or um, inter- oh my God, how we are... What? The word has escaped me. I just got so passionate. <laughs> What's um, the meaning? How we are innovating. I got oh, there. Yes. My God. Um, how we are innovating our winemaking. How yeah. we are reaching global market and in what ways. She addressed the fact that she's like, you're here and I appreciate it. And I think this is important that, yeah. that we are talking about it. But she's like, we have to address the fact that you would never go to a man and say, yeah. so what is it like being a man in this industry? And tell me about what you're doing. Like, I love that she kind of addressed that. Just, it's like just a small on, point. Yeah. yeah, and then continued to be like, okay, yeah, no, this is what we're doing. This is what I deal with. Yeah. And I don't know. I just wanted to say that. But generally, she is saying that she is seeing a shift to where she's like, 10 years ago, you would never see a woman in a position of, um, I forget what it was called, but it was like wine uh, promoter pretty much. And it's somebody that's like, employed by the vineyard to go out and promote their wines yeah. at all these different places and she's like women weren't allowed to do that even 10 years ago because that meant the woman had to be away from home mm-hmm. and had to be by herself traveling and had mm-hmm. to be like independent and accountable and like all of these things that 10 years ago in in this region and wherever whatever yeah. like was not seen as something a woman could or should do so she's like it's so exciting to see like the younger Changes, generation come yeah. up into these roles that 10 years ago she had to fight tooth and nail to get into. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, things are changing, but n- not necessarily fast enough, which yeah. I think is a sentiment well, that we... Yeah, is widespread. <laughs> yeah, it's not just the wine industry. Yeah. Um, so it was definitely like, like, just like, 
I don't know, perusing through this article and reading about women all over the world in the wine industry and as leaders in their industry was really inspiring. But this woman stood out to me because she was really the only one that addressed, like, look at what's the happening. problematic. Yeah. Huh, like, the it's such a double edged sword of, like, yeah, you're doing this amazing article literally titled Meet 10 Trailblazing Women Leading the Wine Industry Forward. But, like, but like the nature. God, they're just. They're, yeah. trailblazing women no it's not like they're dogs making wine yeah. like that would be crazy yeah <laughs> my god let's do an article on like this really smart canine that yeah. has but like you're it's, there it's I'm, a woman like you're doing just it. a woman you're a person yeah yeah and there's and a whole yeah, article being like wow yeah, yeah i thought Which that, is that true was in really so many industries i know and that's yeah. that's the thing it's like Yes, I'm definitely thrilled and excited to see an article on that. That's what made me click on it. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. I love women. And I clicked yeah. on it. I was going to hear all about it. But it's like, my God. Yeah. Why, why is this a novelty? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I love being a woman. Me too. <laughs> and I love getting intimate. Oh. <laughs> Hard pause. <laughs> Especially with. getting intimate with the label. Who's reading? That was so good. That was great. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> I think you should read it. Thank you. I have, okay. no, I have no memory of past events, but you should read it. <laughs> That's like me all the time. That's how I live my life. <laughs> Not because you're drunk, just because you have a bad memory. Oh, awful memory. Just to clarify. All right. <laughs> okay, so here we are. Oh, well, I'll tell. Oh, oh okay. okay. You tell them. I was just going to tell them what the wine is. I was going to tell them what okay, the wine is. Okay, go for it. <laughs> she is called, tell us, Monique Sellers. It is a Sauvignon Blanc from the Central Coast. Bottled in 2018. And Amazing. with the graphic is a gorgeous M lovely florals and vinery all over it very aesthetic on the back we have our label refined yet unpredictable delicate yet vigorous like the wine inside this bottle monique represents the free-spirited the delightful and the spontaneous our Sauvignon Blanc displays a crisp fruit flavors. Oh, I messed that up. Our Sauvignon, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Our Sauvignon Blanc displays crisp fruit flavors of honeydew melon and tropical pineapple balanced by lemongrass, white pepper, and the lift of fresh green apples. Mm. My God, that's my best performance ever. <laughs> the Oscar goes to <laughs> Monique. <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh, that was soft and supple. <laughs> <laughs> like Monique. Like Monique. Oh my She's gosh. fresh. Oh my gosh. Isn't that a good one? It was so good. Oh, I never, I forget what? how we wrap things up. You forget it has to be over. I know. I mean, we talking. I know, but Let's just keep no. it going. Double episode. Get ready for we <laughs> already have. went to another wine bar. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Tune in next week. <laughs> for the next edition. Yes. Of Sharp Chats. 
Char chats. I get, well, yeah, I guess we end with a clink. We end with a clink. Hey, thanks for charcuterie chatting with us. I hope you will listen and continue the chat, maybe on our Instagram at yeah. charcuterie underscore chats. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? I think so. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope we plugged that right. Cool. Charcuterie underscore chats. Run by Sarah. <gasps> Sarah. Hey, you by know the time her, you this love her. Yeah. episode comes out, <laughs> Sarah will be a New York resident, <gasps> which is so exciting. Oh my God, I can't wait. I She's know. Arrive. I know. Cheers to you, New Yorkers, and cheers to you, women, and cheers to you who call your Congress people. And yep. cheers to that. Probably covers all I think our it covers listeners. All pieces. <laughs> Thank you so much.